gentlemen boys and girls children of all ages well actually maybe not maybe not hide your kids on this one ladies and gentlemen uh we are in las vegas nevada this is the vegas special edition of the burning sage podcast welcome everybody i am your host sage ryan cash as always um if you don't know now you know that's my name uh yeah we are here like i said in vegas i'm with my buddy who i'll introduce in just a moment now, in just a moment, but first I want to say hi and welcome to any new listeners I have. Uh, this is a podcast that I do because I am one of those fellas that just can't shut the fuck up. And so, hey, why not record myself? That's what the kids are doing today. And maybe I'll make a couple uh, dollars here and there or, you know, all in all, it's really just fun. It's a good time. And right now I'm uh, in the Waldorf Hotel. Uh, we got a beautiful view here. I'm out. I'm looking out my window and I see the... Uh, the New York, New York. I see Mandalay Bay, MGM. We're in fucking Vegas, baby. And I thought it'd be cool to bring my podcast stuff and do a podcast from Vegas. You know what I'm saying? I had my first uh, Welcome Back episode last week, and it was it was all right. You know what I'm saying? Had a good time doing that. Uh, if you guys didn't listen to that episode, no worries. But uh, I did change up the structure of the show, and now I'm just going to kind of just free will it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to really have much of a structure, and I'm going to play some music in between uh, me yapping, which I I did but didn't do on the Burning Sage podcast. I used to have a show called Sage Mixtape where I dedicated um, that to be specifically for playing music and yapping in between. Um, and I didn't mingle the two because I don't own the rights to none of the songs that I'll be playing. Uh, but you can find all these songs on Spotify. And please don't sue me, Elvis Presley and Frank Sinatra and ACDC. Uh, fair warning uh, or foreshadowing for the 
songs that we'll be playing today. Um, but yeah, having a great time out here. It's too damn hot, as Vegas usually is. Um, had a good week. Uh, you know, if you heard last uh, week's episode, it's been kind of a tough year. Just, you know, have some family stuff going on and, you know, just, uh, yeah, life's usual trials and tribulations, I guess you can say. Um, but yeah, just basically wanted to start doing this again. Um, I am going to be ending the Burning Sage podcast as we know it uh, pretty soon. So these are kind of the final episodes here. Um, and I will be transitioning into more of uh, the YouTube world and do some uh, narrative-based YouTube videos like reviews and reacts and, you know, the theory of whatever. And, you know, just, I don't know. I feel like I have uh, <clears throat> some things I want, some things in mind that I want to do. And and um, I think it'd be a good time over there on the YouTube. Plus, you get to see my face. Put a face to this beautiful voice. Uh yeah, so without further ado, let's get right into it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <clears throat> welcome, like I said, if you are a new listener, and for those of you returning, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Anybody who takes time out of their day to press play on anything that I record, music-wise, podcast-wise, you know, if, you, if you're if you on my social medias or if you were a fan of Neverboard Magazine um, when that was a thing, and read my articles. I really appreciate it. Any support you give, it it does not go unnoticed and unappreciated. I'm truly grateful. Uh, I understand that there's a podcast podcast. Uh, what would what would you call it, Jelly? Podcast mania, podcast uh, palooza, podcast <laughs> palooza. There's a podcast palooza going on, and you know there's just too many of them. You know what I mean? So that's another reason why I kind of want to stop doing the Burning Stage podcast because you know. I used to have a lot more to say, and I think in the early episodes, I used to kind of write a piece and then talk about the piece that I was writing and kind of let it just um, be an introduction to whatever rant I was going into that day, and I had a lot to say, but after I said it all, and uh, you know, if you do want to go back and listen to them, I did re-upload a lot of them, um, so they will be available on most podcast platforms, and um, the majority of them will be on SoundCloud. That's where I was originally uh, doing this. But now we are on most podcast platforms, and I did re-upload some, so you can go back and check that out if you want to. Uh, there's a few episodes that I'm proud of, like um, fucking The Benefits of Killing Yourself and uh, Dark Times of Two Years Without Sex is a good one. you know. But uh, after I said what I wanted to say, I kind of just fell into this thing where I was just rambling about whatever, right? Which I could totally do, and I do daily to whoever's around me. Um, but I don't want to be just another person talking shit. And so that's why I think my transition to the YouTube world where I can have narrative based episodes and, you know, it doesn't have to be an hour long and I can like edit them and, and, you know, show clips and things like that. I think that's a good idea and I'm going to try it out. So we'll see how many episodes left of the show that we have to go. But, uh, if you are returning, you'll know this next segment. And if you are new here, um, we are going to take our deep breaths. So what that is, is uh, before I start the show, um, I like to just breathe in and out, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Just just get a little get a little zen, you know, get zen I don't know if that's a saying or not, but I uh, fucking coined it right there, dude. Um, <clears throat> and so what we do there is we kind of just do some visual uh, manifestation shit of just, you know, you, basically I like to think on, when I'm taking a deep breath, when I'm breathing in 
I like to breathe in and kind of imagine all the thoughts, good or bad, whatever is in your head, let's put them in a bag or a fucking trash can or whatever, and then when we breathe out, we light that shit on fire and just let it go and try to clear our minds. Um, I think it's a, a thing that people should do throughout their days. I do it throughout my day, um, especially if I'm feeling overwhelmed. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> We're over here drinking margaritas. Um, <clears throat> you know, I like to just, yeah, it's just beneficial to, to just take a deep breath sometimes and just kind of let go of whatever you're thinking at the time, and whether that's good or bad. A lot of people think that, oh, well, I'm thinking all the time, but it's positive. That's still thinking too much. You know, there's a time and place to to really, you know, critically think about your life, and it's, you know, definitely not all the time. So I think it's beneficial to kind of kind of do this. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I get some benefits of it. Hopefully you do too. Um, so on the count of three, we're going to breathe in through our nose, and then we're going to hold it for a second, and then we're going to let that shit out. And like I said, I think it helps to kind of imagine you uh, putting all your thoughts into something tangible and then burning it or throwing it away or whatever. Uh, it helps clear your mind. So on the count of three, we're going to breathe in through our nose. One, two, three. Hold it. <sighs> then we're going to let it out just like that. All right, one more time, one more time. Ah, man. I feel better already, y'all. And how could I not feel good? Because, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Vegas special. We are in Las Vegas, Nevada. Today's guest is my best friend and brother from another mother, Joseph Anthony Davies. Oh, great. You did the middle name on that. <laughs> J.A.D., three-time champion of the Toyota award ceremony thing. What did you win exactly? Who fucking knows? I don't know. <laughs> this is, uh, well, we're on this Vegas trip. Uh, you know, I won the, uh, the well, I won the, uh, they, they changed it from the National Leadership Award, which I, I won two years in a row. And now we got the uh, the Rental Performance Mobility Awards. We won best in class. So it's uh, the nation's top uh, rent-a-Toyota dealers, which is uh, rental, rental department's one of the departments I run at the Toyota dealership that I work at there. So, yeah, we're one of the top in the nation. We won a free Vegas trip. The other half didn't want to come. They don't like to mingle with Toyota folk, which is understandable. <laughs> Shout out to Steph. Yeah, usually I get uh, a little drunk with the white people. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I decided to ask you if you wanted to come. So, you, yeah, we're in an all-expenses-paid Vegas trip, essentially, just getting getting drunk. And goddamn what a time it has been. And thank you for inviting me, by the way. Um, and fuck you guys, Kobe and Bubba, for saying that I was going to flake out. Look at you now. Look at you now. Foots in your mouths. How does that taste? All right. I um, like cheese. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's been fucking cool. Um, you've won this thing three years in a row, right? So it's been, it's been what, Mexico, Vegas, and then did you do Vegas the first well, year? Well, the first year was COVID, so they just gave us money. Oh. Which yeah. is fine, too. That's always nice. Yeah. That's but then, yeah, we went to Cancun last year at an all-inclusive God. resort there. God damn. So you get to win this little week trip. It's a fun time. Yeah, no, it's fucking. It's it's been a great time. Today we went on a um, little tour uh, of like the old downtown Las Vegas, and and it was like a, f a w like a food tour is what you call it. Yeah, I guess a walking around food tour. Had some appetizers and some shits. Had some appies. Had some cocktails. Sweated quite a fucking lot. Holy shit, it's hot out here. Um, that was the only bummer <laughs> of the situation. But man, it was pretty cool. You know, I had some good food. 
We had like a fucking deviled egg with caviar and uh, fucking what was that fucking cheese chorizo dish? Oh, that's queso fundido con chorizo, my friend. Which is uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna try to repeat that, but yeah, what he said. But go ahead, what is it? It's chorizo and cheese. It's fucking delicious, you guys. I know what you're thinking. Like, what? Well, well, how can that be so special? Well, fuck you and and until you try it. Okay, don't talk shit till you try it. Um, but yeah, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you that don't know, I met this guy in probably about sixth, seventh grade. Um, we are in our thirties now, so that was a long fucking time ago, and uh, we hated each other <laughs> in middle school as we passed by in the halls because we had. We had mutual friends, and it was like that thing where, like, they're hanging out with me, and then this guy's here. And then it's like, you know, he felt the same way about me. <laughs> it's like, wait, you guys, what, who was this guy, though? And, uh, you know, we just didn't know each other. Um, but then we had woodshop class. Um, shout out to Mr. Stemple over there in Pacific Grove Middle School, <laughs> who I think got stabbed um, while teaching. Who knows? Yeah. No, he did. He did. Um but yeah, what a class that was. And anyways, at that point in my life, I had long hair and I was a bit of a metalhead. And this guy comes in. I go, hey, I know this guy. Come sit at my table. I didn't know anybody else. So fucking come sit at my table. And then he sat at my table. Um, and fucking the rest is history, dude. Yeah, we got real crazy there. <laughs> we did. Uh, I know, yeah, I don't know what we were doing. You know, just a <laughs> couple of metalheads fucking around. And then I think it, it must have been that first day or like it was like the second day. And then that kid was stepping to me saying something and then I, I remember i don't remember if you remember this i took the knife and i sliced open my own hand i do remember that and i was like you think i'm afraid of you bro <laughs> and the, the, just a look on his face <laughs> and then i was like two seconds later he walked away i was like god why did i do that, that hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we did nothing in that class uh, i think i made um uh the judas priest symbol cross thing i remember that yeah <laughs> as i like, did a, did an upside down cross necklace <laughs> as i recall but as you can tell, um, we became instant friends uh, because we were both weirdos and listening to that kind of music and whatnot. And then we were pretty much inseparable for a few years. Um, and then we had a falling out, as uh, you know, young young friends do sometimes. And then we, it's just been it's been a love hate relationship for a long time. And then now it's just love. Now Mostly love. Yeah. Now we're just older and we're 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 less uh, dumb and immature. <laughs> And, uh, you know, it's always a good time. It's always a good time. We also were in a fucking band, um, the greatest band to ever play music. The Goo Goo Dolls. Fucking third eye mind. No, I'm just kidding. Um, the Death Cats. Los Gatos Muertos. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to go and, um, just YouTube the Death Cats, you will see me in my fucking chubby ass state uh, that I was in. And uh, you'll see our band, and we'll play some tunes on there. So go check us out. Um, or don't. Or don't. You ain't got to. You ain't got to. You're not missing anything, <laughs> to be quite honest with you. No. I mean, well, you know, I do miss playing. Do you miss playing? Uh, yeah. I mean, there was a lot of times when we were, because uh, we did that band for a very long time. And uh, we I did. Mean, the marketing of it, you know, I mean, I was very particular about we have to. We practiced for, what, like eight, nine months, like three nights a week before we would even play a show. Yeah. Everybody's like, come on, we got to hear it. We got to hear it. We let a few people into my garage mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and, you know, people got some sneak peeks, but we were, I was very adamant. We cannot go out until we're good. I don't want to be a shit band. Yes. Um, 
you know, and then, you know, we went out and then we just, I mean, killed it. I mean, night one, we, we overpacked the bar. There's people from the coming in from the streets that we hit capacity. Yeah. I mean, it was a magical night. Let me, let me, let me, hold on. I'll stop you there because I, I just told the story to uh, my lovely girlfriend, McKenna. Shout out to you, McKenna. Um, and I just, I just was rem- reminiscing the other day telling her this story. And I, it was just so funny to me because. I remember it was at this bar, Carbones, who's, that doesn't exist anymore in Monterey, California. And I had just been frequenting that bar. It was kind of like the local dive bar. Monterey is kind of high-end, high-class, a lot of snobby uh, attitudes going around. A lot of beautiful stuff, too. Aesthetically speaking, it's gorgeous, but, you know, it's a, you know got some uh, bougie-ass bars around. And Carbones was, like, the least <laughs> bougie around. So I'd frequent there and get pretty hammered and uh, just talk shit to the owner, Sal Carbone. And that was right around the time we started this band. And I was just like, hey, man, when are you going to let us play? And, you know, it, I just kept fucking bugging him. And eventually he's he's like, pick a date. And then we did. Uh, we did with the incentive. You know, now that I think back, I, um, I think one of the main reasons he let us play was because we promised that Mikey and Will. Yeah, we were tied to. He wouldn't let us just have a headlining spot. Yeah. We were very much tied to the fact that Sky gentlemen. Country or uh, I, well, yeah, they were they were Sky Country was going to play, and then it was Beach Days that was going to play. Beach Days, right? <laughs> Which was Mikey and Will Condon's other band. Yeah. Shout, Shout out to Condon too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, yeah, so we were very much tied, and then something happened, and they fell out, and then we the the date got moved, and we had to beg Sal to still let us play, and we yes. said we can do it. Trust me, we can fill your bar. Yeah, I bl- I mean, we got family coming too. I mean, it'll be fi- it'll be the first show. We'll have people there. We'll have people there. Our families are full of alcoholics. I mean, we'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. We'll run up bar tabs. Well, and, and, you know, as you guys heard me from the intro, I'm a guy that can't shut the fuck up. Well, when I was younger, I talked even more shit. And so Sal just really didn't didn't know. You know, no, nobody would, nobody would have actually guessed <laughs> yeah, that what was. we thought we knew and like turned out to be real. Yeah. But I mean, who I wouldn't take a flyer on some kid <laughs> saying, trust me, like we're not even like old enough to be in the damn bar. Yeah. I mean, we I guess we probably just were hey, yeah, barely like, 21. 22. I would not take some little kid seriously with mm. a you know piece of shit set up <laughs> yeah. and be like, look, I can bring people to your bar, sir, <laughs> and we can make you money, sir. I promise. Yeah. And, and he promised us 200 bucks. Yeah, um, I believe it was. Yeah, and then he ended up paying us more. Well, so so that was the, okay. So um, he he finally lets us set a date, right? We got this. It was it was basically only because Mikey and Will's band decided to, uh, or they were gonna open up for us. They didn't because they had obligations with their other bigger band, Sky Country. Shout out Sky Country, um, which is all fine and dandy. It was a little bit of a bummer because we were all really good friends, and it would have been just a fucking kick ass time. But we did end up playing with them eventually, which we might get to in this podcast. We might not, but. Um, <clears throat> we got our other buddy Keith Damron. Shout out to Keith Damron. Uh, his Lots band of at shouting the time. Out. Is this like a shout out podcast? I don't know, but do you remember their fucking name? Now that I think about it, it wasn't Bogey and the Turtles. Shout out to you, Bogey, but it wasn't Bogey and the Turtles. Sh- fucking shouting everybody out. <laughs> I rescind his last shout out because it's too fucking many. This is why he doesn't win awards and take me on trips. <laughs> it's just fucking shout out after shout out. <laughs> anyway, shout out to Las Vegas. So, uh. <laughs> I don't remember the fucking name of their band. Fuck, sorry, It was um, something. I just got in touch with him, too, because I was in Portland. I know he lives out there, and, and uh, we're going to hang out next time I go out to Portland, so that should be fun. Um, but, yeah, he stepped up and, and filled in for the last spot, but Sal was like, listen, I know I promised you 200 bucks, but because you ain't got the other band here, um, I'm only going to give you guys 150 And long story short, like Joey said, we practiced our ass off for a long time to prepare ourselves for this show. We were in tip-top shape. 
Really? Yeah. I mean, it was not like if a random. I mean, we even. I mean, we had people come up and say, like, like, how long have you guys been around? And we said this is our first show. And yeah. They, just their face was like, absolutely, that's a lie. Well, hold on, pause on that because uh, when we got there, it was like a Saturday night, y'all. It was like a Saturday night, you know what I'm saying? But it was like a rainy day, and we were supposed to start at around like eight or something like that, right? And there was just it was like seven o'clock, and and there was maybe. Ten people at the bar that night, and it was like an hour before showtime, and so Sal's like kind of looking at us and giving us kind of like the "Hey man, you know, just play your show and don't worry about it." And blah, blah, blah. like kind of, you know, set, just trying to ease us into like what could potentially be a disastrous night, right? And we were full confidence, nah, man, it's not time yet, you know, like it's it just just wait a minute, and sure shit, dude, I don't know fucking how, but the the word got out. And next thing you know, the place filled up. We had a line outside the door. Carbones never had a line. Um, I thought I saw. Dude, they had a line outside the door. The place was packed. Um, it was such a fucking good night and a good show that Sal, at the end of the show, pulled me aside, gave me a hug, gave me two hundred plus dollars, and yeah, said, "I think we racked in like three something, three twenty-five yeah. or something." Which for like your that. first gig, we got paid. Being, we got paid to play music. Yeah, we were paid musicians. For the first time ever, yeah. We could say that we were paid musicians. So, um, you know, that's for anybody who's ever played music or done shows, that's not very common um, when you first start out in your first fucking show to make over 300 bucks, you know. But uh, shout out to Sal, shout out to Carbones. Uh, it's not there no more. I think it's like the fucking, what is it called, the Pearl Hour or some shit now? No clue. Um, but, yeah, that was fucking great. <laughs> it was a great time, and uh, it was a great night. And that began our music career. And we ended up doing, I think, like 10, 12 shows. Um, but the one thing that I always fucking, a couple things that I always hold near and dear to my heart and I hold uh, a lot of pride in was like Joey said that we fucking, you know, we practiced. The sh- we, I mean, dude, if you think about it, like what other band do you know that's not like a signed band that got together two, three times a week for like three, four years every fucking week? You I don't know? know. We spent a very much. <laughs> yeah, we spent a lot of time together. Yeah, and noodling, and I mean, we had—I mean, at the end of it, we—I mean, we played quite a few. But I mean, even on like our SoundCloud, and you know, I mean, Evan, you know, the bassist. I know, Evan, I know that Sage really wants to shout him out right now. I was just um, gonna do that, but you know, he has a bunch of recordings too. But we had like, <laughs> what did we have? Like forty-seven something songs, like yeah. with lyrics, all like, original full songs, solos. The whole thing was all sketched out, and we just. We wanted to fine tune some and everything, but I mean, we ended up with a library of just like it was just pure creativity for years of yes. just nonstop forcing ourselves to play even when we didn't want to, and and really just trying to get better. Yeah, I remember times being sick. I remember like there was a couple practices we just laid down. Oh yeah, and fucking played because we were sick or something. Well, some of the most fun ones, I mean, honestly, were like when somebody couldn't make it, like Brian couldn't make it. <laughs> yeah, I so say, I started playing, <laughs> I would play drums on the keyboard yeah. and it was just absolute shit. Yeah. Um, or we would just play to like a stupid, like recording on the keyboard, like a loop thing mm-hmm. and then like make songs out of it. But I mean like we, some of the most fun we had was just not being a band and just fucking around. Yeah. And you know what? I wish that um, I was a little bit more tech savvy and, and whatnot back then because God damn it. The one thing I missed the most about that garage was just the, the cr- you know, not to toot our own horn too much, but the creativity that fucking came out of that goddamn garage musically, but also just us talking shit, I thought, like, would have been a great, like, show, you know? And that was before, like, YouTube was really kicking off and, 
you know, there was like, there wasn't really any examples of that, but I thought it would have worked. It probably would have worked really good on YouTube or something like that. Cause it was just like, we'd, we were all good friends. We're all fucking silly geese and we just would get in and fucking shoot the shit, make up songs like Tuco Salamanca and fucking some songs that we can't repeat to you here that stay in the garage and <laughs> yeah, there's definitely those uh, <laughs> there's some underground hits uh, <laughs> by by request only because of how controversial they are um but yeah no it's a great fucking time um and then you know joey had to ruin it and move to san francisco and <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> no the plan originally was we were going to move up there as a band but um for those of you that are aren't aware uh san francisco is what number two on the most expensive places in in uh united states of america yeah i mean i moved there and then we did like one show but honestly you know i, I got there and i started working at toyota and then it just became too hard to go down there i mean i mean can you imagine you know i mean it's like a two-hour drive but i have to drive there hauling <laughs> my bank account <laughs> yeah. i mean yeah i my car can't even fit it yeah yeah. There's just so much, you know, I, I was just, it was a, it was a lot. It was a big burden. No. Yeah. And you know, and that's the thing is like, um, I can't fault you for that. And I never resented you for it. You know, obviously uh, I was bummed that the band kind of fizzled out, but at the same time, that's just how life goes. And, uh, you know, I'll always cherish the times that we did have. And the, the biggest bummer that we all shared together is that we never recorded a, like, them properly we never recorded ourselves properly in terms of like make an album or whatnot we had one uh famous and maybe infamous uh demo tape that we recorded um called bush street hate bush street hates us mm -hmm. uh which was the street that we practiced on that you lived at yep and that is still floating around <laughs> somewhere i found one of those cds <laughs> in my <laughs> nightstand <laughs> when i was packing for vegas and i was looking for stuff and i was like what is this <laughs> but that you know was so early into our fucking band years that like i just i just you know i hate that you know it's like we we know how good we became and so to hear those songs like they're good songs but it's like man we could have fucking killed them with a lot of the other songs that we ended up uh making yeah. Well, I mean, I'll tell you right now, if we're breaking news for the one who listens to this, your mom? Uh, I, I don't know if anybody does. Oh, <laughs> OK. Well, uh, um, I don't know if anyone's listening. I highly doubt <laughs> that anyone is. But uh, if anybody is listening, you've heard it here. I mean, I will be I'll, I'll do a reunion if we're going to oh, if, if we'll get together. Uh, oh, you know, shit. If you can get the other two or, you know, if anybody wants to be a part of it uh, and well, they want the to just record or do anything. Or set up a date or something. Um, I I can get back into uh, into playing gear here, and uh, I mean, oh, we'll run it back. I I you know I have really uh, high hopes for that because I think we all still have it in us. We all want to do it. Um, it's just a matter of getting Brian and Evan out of fucking Monterey County. Go That's ahead and do it. Literally the hardest thing. Done. Go ahead and do it. <laughs> Shout out to Brian. There and Evan. you go. <laughs> <There> you go. <laughs> no, for real. We love you guys. Uh, Death Cats forever. Um, but yeah, I mean, if we could just get those guys out of the fucking Monterey County region, because um, I mean, like you and me, okay, we were, you know, we've we've hung out. And I lived with you at some point, and you know, we just didn't have a basis or a drummer. Almost. So, uh, yeah. Um, but fucking <laughs> no, I I really do. If anything, I just want to record an album. I just want to record those songs. Just to uh, to just to close the chapter yes. at least on the other thing. Yes. And yeah. then so like when we when we bring this up, right, like because here's the thing, right? We live our lives. And we were talking about this the other day. It's like we live our lives 
we're all we're both into different things and you know we're not really playing music right now or at least not in a band form or whatever and so yeah. when you tell somebody that you're in a band people don't really understand. no i don't tell anybody i was in a band <laughs> <laughs> well it hurts my uh, image no it doesn't i just don't tell anybody yeah well but i mean like if you i do because i can't shut the fuck up um, no i know <laughs> but half of las vegas knows by now <laughs> yeah um but you know i i, I just think um what was I fucking getting at? Oh, what we're saying. What the fuck was what was I getting at, dude? No one knows. Damn it. I was going Isn't this it. podcast so much better now? <laughs> this has been the shout out podcast with Sage and Joey. <laughs> no, what the hell is I saying? Oh, uh it's that like when you when you if you ever do bring it up, it's that nobody really understands. You know, and then it's like, oh, well, but here's this these like recordings or whatever. We have one like semi-professional recording that we did. We did the show almost live. Yeah. Um, out of CSUMB. Um, that was big for us. That was big I for us. Being, I remember sitting on the floor uh, at MPC. You can go ahead if you want to do it. That's no, we don't have to stop. That's moderate. This is a college. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I was, uh, I remember sitting at the floor, like heading into anatomy class and I kept, I was messaging and messaging and then they finally said yes. Mm. And I was sitting there and I was like with some study group mates and I was like, yes, dude. And they're like, what? I was like, I fucking got it. Yeah. Cause it was, <laughs> like, we got the show. It was super cool. It was like, cause uh, we watched it. Yeah. And we're like, this is insane. This is sick. We yeah. got to get on this. So what it was is, um, it was basically out of, uh, California state university, Monterey Bay. And they had an auditorium, like, theater room, and they would basically have bands there, and they would do a live show, but it, with no people. It would just, they would re- record us live. Um, so that's why, hence the name, Almost Live. Um, and it was our, not, it was our opportunity to kind of, like, have a semi-professional recording, recordings of our songs, and also, like, have some video to show off and whatnot. Um, like I said, if you go, if you, it's still on YouTube, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to take a look at these things. Uh, I think we, I fucked up because I was an idiot back then and just drank too much and was just not in control of my life and I was hungover and blah, blah, blah. And I'm giving myself a lot of excuses. not like we did horrible or whatnot. But one thing we did that I fucking hate is that we fucking threw in a new song that we didn't even have down yet. And that could have been like, you know, substituted for one of our songs that we did have down. I mean, you name it. Could have been Murder Love. It could have been fucking yeah, The Horseman, yeah, fucking TDC, dude. But no, we chose to just wing it with this song that we didn't even know what the fuck. We just wrote it like two days before. Yeah, I think we did. Yeah, and I think it's just kind of to show how cocky we were. Yeah, like well, we practice this whole thing, and then <laughs> while we're practicing, you know, in between, and you kind of get sick of playing the same shit, we just started playing something else, and we're like, "Is this kind of cool?" Yeah. And we're like, fuck it, we could play this. I mean, it thing. ended up being a good song. I still like that song, but yeah. we just didn't have it down yet. And so that's the only... Yeah. Well, uh, it's almost live. It's not fucking perfect. True, it? true. That, But that that's my only... Not regret, but... That's, but it, well, that's what, like, if we did a concert that same week that was in front of people, they would have seen that song. True. That so, is I mean, true. we gave them the you truth. get to work <laughs> on time. Oh, God. Oh, I know you just turned it down. That's <laughs> 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 ladies and gentlemen, if you're still here, thank you so much. You know There's saying? no one here. Why do you say ladies and gentlemen? I know that I don't know. Listens to this. I, I actually is it just stop. your is it your girlfriend? Who listens to this? <laughs> How many views Dude, do you she's have? She's never listened to anything I do. And she probably won't listen to this. Um well, well, she's sense. she's lovely and supportive. But yeah, no. Yeah. Um I talk a lot as it is. Why would she want to press play on something that I, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. I can't imagine sitting with you this entire <laughs> week and then wanting to listen to this fucking podcast. <laughs> 
<laughs> I've been reeling it in, dude. I, I have been holding on to my reins uh, very tightly. You have not been embarrassing yet. Thanks. That's actually, that's, uh, you know what? That makes me feel good. That makes yeah. me feel and good. And I do say yet because there's three days left in <laughs> Oh, Vegas. it's going gonna, it's gonna to get there. Well, we're doing karaoke tomorrow night, so, <laughs> so if, if, uh, if, I'm, if I'm a gambling man uh, tomorrow night, <laughs> just get ready for some Pat Benatar, some fucking Sinatra's Christmas songs, all kinds of crazy stuff tomorrow night. Um, we're going to be in Vegas for a couple more days. It's exciting. Um, but yeah, fucking Death Cats were awesome. Go check them out. Fucking A. And then, yeah, we ended the band. Uh, and uh, one day we'll get back to it, y'all. And you will be the first to know. Uh, whoever is listening, no one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. I only agreed to do this because I knew that it was like <laughs> this is just like a pity thing. This is this is kind of like your make a wish. So I was like, yeah, I guess. Well, like you've been asking me for years, technically, and I was like, I fuck, have. I guess. Yeah, sure, I'll do it now. <laughs> you have me stuck in a hotel room. You didn't tell me you were bringing this shit with you. I expected to just be having fun I, all weekend. I did drop that on you, um, but thanks for doing it. And you know what? No, you're it's so welcome. The people are so fucking happy. The people <laughs> are so, so happy. <laughs> do you want me to like share this link to people? I like, can get you some views, uh, maybe. You know, you, you don't have to. But this is why you know th- these are the end days. I'm of not the, going to <laughs> the podcast, anyways. Oh, so we got I caught on right when it's about to get hot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is the launch. This is the launch. No, this is you know I, I just have fun here, and uh, you know maybe one day when I am rich and famous, people will look back and be like, "Oh, check out these podcasts," and they were kind of entertaining and whatnot. I don't know. There's some some of them that I'm proud of, some of them that I'm not. Oh, that's a good story. <laughs> All right, ladies and fucking, gen- I should stop saying ladies and gentlemen though. In today's climate, I I don't know. Would that be considered gender assuming without getting too politically uh, incorrect? Why don't you just say everyone? How would you say that as a host, though? Hey, everyone. Oh. <laughs> well, when you put it like that. <laughs> it just I don't know. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a podcaster. <laughs> but it so just, don't, don't listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds weird. Hey, everyone. Uh, it's, it, it's, I don't know. Just the ladies and gentlemen rolls off, rolls off the tongue. Human beings. You know, I was, I was the lead singer no one in, in this cares. band. And so, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, nobody does care. That's true. That's true. Not about that. I'm just, talking about, like, about how you address people. Okay, hopefully they don't. Hopefully they don't, because, I mean, all right, yeah, yeah, maybe it's all in my head. Hopefully it's all in my head, um, but I obviously mean no offense. No, you can go on about how you're a lead singer now. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, you know, I have that, that fucking, you know, it's like a showman thing, right? Like, you just, hey, ladies and gentlemen, check out this. And blah, 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 blah. I never saw that movie. <laughs> <laughs> the showman? The greatest uh, showman, right? Oh, they're talking about Wolverine. I'm not even listening to you, really. I'm just kind of hearing some of the words you're saying, and I'm trying to <laughs> respond. Have you seen La Miserable? Well, you know that's not how you say it. How do you say it? It's not that way. How do you say it? I mean, I'm not French. <laughs> I mean, I know oh. that the the white ladies say Les Mis. That's right, Les Mis. Les Mis. Uh, McKenna swears by this movie. By the way, um, I will never see it because I don't want to. Okay. <laughs> okay. So then, since we're not talking about absolutely anything, and uh, we just decided to start talking about this bullshit, what's your favorite musical? I'm gonna interview you now because your interview is shit. <laughs> You've asked me fucking no questions. 
This is the I mean, stupidest podcast I've ever. I've, I mean, I've never been on one, but this is the dumbest. This is the last one I'll ever do. Listen, I, I, first of all, it was so hard to get you on this podcast that I'm nervous to like. If you had, you. if you wanted to talk to me this long, and we've been friends for like what thirty fucking years, and you, this is what you had prepared. You know me, and what? I. You expect me to say yes to this? I can flip the switch, dude. You know no, I just asked you a question. Okay, what, what, what I'm the fucking host now. All right, what was, what was ladies the and gentlemen of people, people of all ages and shit, <laughs> whatever the fuck he says. Breathe people in, of earth. people of earth, breathe, breathe in and don't fart. <laughs> Sage, what's your favorite musical? My favorite musical, um, shit, man, I would have to say my favorite musical is probably Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny. That's but an that, interesting pick. Okay. But that's only because. Uh, is that considered a musical? Why not? Right? They sing songs there's throughout plenty, it. Yeah, yeah. There's plenty of songs in it. I would just say what that. What considers a I mean, I, you got to have at least three songs. That's my definition. I don't know what Hollywood's is. Okay. It has more than three songs, though. Because I was get, I mean, that one, just because I like that genre of music more than, like, most musical songs that they have in yeah. there. I do appreciate a good musical. Like, I like, no, um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I do. I, like, I mean, I like Grease. Greece okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, of course. I mean, Greece is you know one of the best in the world. Um, I think I seen Hairspray once. That was okay. Never I, seen it. McKenna loves it. Of course um, she does. She also loves Mamma Mia that I watched. Mamma Mia is good. I'm that, an ABBA fan. That was okay. That was yeah. a pretty good one. It's okay. Um, fuck. With uh, uh excuse me. With um, disrespectful. <laughs> with fucking. What other musicals are out there? Well, my favorite. Well, I mean, it, it's a toss up here because you know Greece is definitely still one of the best ones. But I think one of my favorite ones to watch is Moulin Rouge. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, it's a good one. That is a good one. And then you know what I was thinking? Nightmare Before Christmas. Technically a musical. Yeah. That's a great movie. Shit, it's a great movie. That's real high up there on the on the uh, on the list. There, I was man. gonna say yeah, but I mean, dude, you, you just can't beat fucking. Well, every D. every fucking Disney movie is a musical. Then that's true. Shit, my definition sucks. Yeah. So Lion King's a fucking musical. Lion yeah. King's my favorite musical then. Just can't wait to be king. He's singing again. Oh, this is good. Yep. You see those pipes, ladies and gentlemen? See those pipes? Yeah, they saw them. I'm retired, but I'll, I'll fucking step out of retirement any fucking day of the week, dude. Um. All right. Well. All right, dude. We'll get into some fucking interview questions. You want to get into some fucking interview questions, dude? You I don't know, honestly. This question? is your train wreck. I'm just stuck <laughs> on it. <laughs> Uh well you know I actually did want to ask because it, it's the Vegas special oh yeah Vegas um we are in Vegas like you know we're looking out the window there's a plane about to crash into the Empire State fucking Mandalay Bay building or whatever wow. um and uh I just wanted to ask like what was your um what are some of your best experiences in this Sin City best yeah I mean like when did you okay what was your first Vegas trip the first one I remember was a fucking nightmare. And if my mom's listening, which she probably will because you'll post this <laughs> on Instagram and then now she's going to fucking listen to this. But, uh, yeah, we had a family trip out here and I know we drove we drove and uh, it was like I think we took even a couple days off of school or something. It was in I think it was in middle school. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I was in middle school anyway. Um, drove from where? From Monterey or yeah, from Pacific Grove. There you go. Uh, and then we we came out here. And, uh, you know, we were still pretty not a high-income family, not to offend anybody. Um, but, uh, you know, we didn't have too much. I know we stayed out here for a few days, you know, hit the arcades. Obviously, I was young. I wasn't drunk. Um, Where'd you stay? Uh, fuck if I know. 
Couldn't tell you. Probably the, the nugget or something. But, uh, yeah, so I remember the first night. I think we say like Harris. I don't know why I think that. The first night we were here, I was uh, wrestling around with my dad. And uh, he fell on me, and I, I snapped my left wrist in half. Oh, that my was, God. That was like hour one of being in Las Vegas. And then uh, I was rushed to the to the hospital here which Holy I assume I had pretty good people there. And I was holding my, my wrist was flopping around like Harry Potter. Your dad's not a small man. No, he's not. For people who don't know. Nope. But uh, yeah, and then I was, I remember holding my wrist and I, I we were going to meet, I think my uncle here. And then we, uh, I went to the hospital and I know they gave me Percocet. Whoa. And as, as you're well aware, I've never smoked weed, which male, is still male, true. Percocet. I don't Percocet. do any drugs. I've never smoked weed or anything. It's just alcohol for me. But uh, so it was Percocets even at like 16 or fuck age I was, uh, hit me pretty hard. Um, but yeah, they they said it, they cast it, everything else, and I was out of there. And then I do remember, I mean, this is like one of the most vivid memories, is that we were walking, we were going to go get food, and I think it was like, I think my dad went to sleep or something, and then it was my mom, my brother, and I, and I kept, I was in, oh, speaking of Harry Potter, I was in the elevator, and I came out, and I kept saying, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Ass Cabin, <laughs> and I was fucking crying laughing, <laughs> because I thought it was the funniest thing, and I was like, how come no one's thought of this? As just a kid on Percocet, just high and I was ass. just, and I kept saying, and we went to, the, we sat at the buffet, and I told the waiter, <laughs> I was like, she said, "What do you want to drink?" I said, "Harry Potter <laughs> and the Prisoner of Ass Cabin," <laughs> and just, you know, I don't know. And then anyway, that was a, it was a fun time, trying to do. Uh, I remember shooting the basketball dude. in the arcade game with one hand, <laughs> it was fun. Oh god, dude. I mean, you know, Vegas as a kid sucks. Yeah. I, I came here too when I was young. It's not it great. It's not fun. Walking the strip when it's ninety eight thousand degrees, and uh, you can't do anything fun besides go to the arcade. Yeah. Uh, but if you're not from a family of means, you get what twenty dollars, which you blow in fucking an hour, and then you got five hours to wait for your family to stop being fucking degenerate assholes that don't care about you. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, you know, I know that they put some stuff in there for the kids to do and stuff, but yeah, I mean, it's still not, it's not the same. It's not a kid's town. Yeah, it's really not. You know, and uh, but that's fine. That's fine. You doesn't have to be. You know what I'm saying? Those motherfuckers are everywhere. You know what I mean? Um, okay. Well, I'm a better interviewer. So, what was your <laughs> what's your what's your favorite Vegas experience? What's the best one you've had? This one. Oh, that's gay. <laughs> <laughs> Not to get all fucking sentimental. I've only been here. So I came here like you when I was a kid, and uh, that one was cool. You know, it it's something that I cherish nowadays because um, I was with my mom and grandma, and uh, grandma's not. Um, doing so well these days so it's a memory that i that i do like to keep because we didn't take much trips like that uh and my grandmother was a fucking vegas fiend dude she loves gambling um been there dude she's one of those old ladies on the chuck chansky bus and all that other shit like she fucking loves to gamble sit at the penny slots all day um and loves vegas loves elvis loves everything about it and oh, yeah. so you know that was a good time but it wasn't like you know there's nothing memorable i remember uh going to the stratosphere and fucking riding that fast elevator or oh, whatever. Yeah. Um, that was cool. But yeah, I mean, nothing sticks out. And then the last time I was here was just a terrible, terrible, horrible, horrible experience. Oh yeah, I um, think you've got an episode on that probably. I, I, I mean, I'm trying not to talk about it just because it's like it had to do with uh, somebody I was dating and I don't want to like, you know, shit on them because I hope they're doing good or whatever. Mickey Rourke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Mickey, me and Mickey Rourke came out to Vegas uh, last time, and it was just not a good time. Um, just, you know, 
it was just a toxic relationship, and it uh, was just a horrible night for me. And that's all I'll say about that. So this one has been the most positive, uh, and it's like the first time I've been here with just a friend. Oh, that's fun. So that's cool. No so what's the best? What what's the most? What's your favorite part of what you've done so far? Honestly, the comedy club last night. That was pretty. good. We went to the comedy center. Uh, what the fuck did I just say? Um, comedy cellar over here at the, what was it? The Rio. Yes. Uh, here at the Rio. I mean the best. Casino. <laughs> that was a callback. Nice. Um, to the, yeah, no, it was a fucking great set. We actually just ha- happened to stumble upon a good lineup. Um, I don't remember the, the, a couple of their names, but like Michael Yo and Rich Voss were a couple of the highlights. Um, there was a couple other people, but it was my first time at a real comedy club, which is cool. Um, I've seen a couple comedy shows. I just recently went to go see Bad Friends. Um, Andrew Santino and Bobby Lee's uh, podcast live tour uh, in Portland, and that was fucking great. That was like last week, so I've had a good couple weeks. Um, hold on, we got some ding dongs going on. Is that like uh, the maid or something? No, I'll just keep rambling. Um, <laughs> Joey's gonna go find out what that ding dong's all about. Hopefully, they're giving some gifts or something. I don't know. What was it? <laughs> um, no, you got vodka. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I'd say that was that's been the highlight so far. I mean, we've been having fun. Uh, I like the pace that we've been having because uh, we're probably gonna go pretty hard for the weekend. We got here on a Tuesday. Oh, but we're old. We're Don't old. Try to tell your fans that we're not old. We no, literally have been going to bed before like <laughs> like the first <laughs> night we were at, we were back at like eleven. Yeah. And then the second night we said, we're going to stay out. And then we didn't. Well, we tried. We tried. Let's not forget that we tried. We did. Okay. But the bar that we went to happened to be closing when we got there. So, hey, listen, it's not our fault. It closed at midnight, dude. It's Vegas. That fucking city never sleeps or whatever. Um, but, yeah, the comedy club was fucking great. Everybody that performed, shout out to Michael Yo and fucking Richard <laughs> Shout out. Shout out to Michael Yo and Rich Voss. Um, and then do you remember any of their names? Like Nicole something? No. I don't know. But it was a great fucking time, uh, super funny, you know, um, that was really cool. And then today we did like a little food tour. Talked about that already. Oh, we did, huh? Uh, yeah, that was cool. Dementia. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's just been cool. I like, like I said, I like the pace that we're keeping because we are old and I'm not trying to go fucking, you know, I've already walked the strip. I know we're going to get to that, but like I don't need to do it every day, and I'm not trying to go fucking shopping. I don't care about Gucci or Dolce Cabana or whatever, any of that bullshit. And afford uh, it. <coughs> well, God, I'm so sorry. I, <laughs> I, had a, I had a tickle right in my throat. I am so... Oh, fuck. I am so sorry. Poverty person! It's okay. It's okay. I'm sorry. I need to just take a sip. Here. I mean, listen, even if I had the money, I wouldn't go to those stores. I might go to, like, other stores, like that Kiss store and, like, other cool shit around. But I don't know, man. I, uh, you know, there's certain parts of Vegas that I just don't give a fuck about. But what I do enjoy is that there is shit happening all the time. You know, we had an option last night where we were thinking the Prince fucking, um, the Prince, uh, what was it? Purple Rain, the tribute, tribute show. Thing, yeah. Um, that would have been cool, but we chose the comedy instead, and that was fine. That was fucking great. Uh, but yeah, I like that aspect. That there's always something to do. I'm a big UFC fan, so it's um, you know there's always UFC events out here and stuff like that. So 
Um, hopefully, it's the first of many trips for me personally to come out here because it, it is a good time. It is a good time. Um, all right, back to you, my man. What was your fucking favorite moment of this trip so far? Leaving. <laughs> we haven't left yet. <laughs> We're still here, dude. That will be my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> or okay, uh, let me rephrase it. See, because you've been to Vegas a few more times than I have. What? what? Oh, I would say so. <laughs> God damn it, dude. It's like uh, a people of means thing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, you're not wrong. You, you need money out here. Ladies I'm ladies. kidding. You know we're friends, right? Yeah, no, he. this is this is Joey. <laughs> this is what's going on. It's all good, though. I like it. I can take it. I got thick skin. Mom we, and know you, we know you can take it. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, how else are you paying off this trip? <laughs> oh, man. I, you know what? What Actually, was your question? Uh, oh, um, what has been, like, a standout Vegas experience for you in your many times at Vegas. Didn't we? You asked me this question. No, I asked you when the first time you came to Vegas. Oh, and then I was gonna ask you what your favorite time. Well, stand out. Okay, so I I do like like you know food. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm not, not a real, good. Food I guess I'm like a foodie kind of guy, kinda. There's a lot, but of good uh, food I mean, uh, a huge Gordon Ramsay fan. Okay, uh, we, I like to you know I like to try to cook some of his stuff too. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. We've done some of the beef Wellington the stuff, scrambled eggs. Yes, yeah, yeah. The Gordon Ramsay scrambled eggs thing, yeah, I like to do that. That's a good breakfast to to cook. Easy too. It's not yeah. as hard as people might think. Um, but yeah, when we went to Gordon Ramsay steak, I think the last time we got the, uh, I got to do the. That was quite expensive, but we got to do. I did the uh, the chef dinner thing, so it was like the, everything was kind of planned out. It was like a whole five course thing yeah, and yeah, i had yeah. the wine pairings with it so every dish came with a different wine wow uh and at the end i got like a signed menu from gordon ramsay wow to keep so i mean that was kind of cool because i'm a yeah i kind of am into that thing i've yeah. been watching gordon ramsay since i was like a baby so right on i've been a huge fan of of his shit that's cool and getting to eat to that restaurant i mean i've gotten to eat there twice now but yeah that was a big one because i got to do the whole the whole experience which was cool what was your favorite dish i mean I'll tell you, like uh, the beef Wellington is one of my favorite things, and I, like I said, I like to try to cook that a as well. A good beef Wellington is super underrated. The thing that you'll never try anywhere else is the sticky toffee pudding. The what? The sticky toffee pudding. It's the dessert, and it's it is so good <laughs> that you could be so full, and you would you would literally like you would just crush it up and snort it. Okay, all right. And people do like to snort things here in Vegas. Disrespectful, but yeah, no, I mean, yeah, it's the it's the best thing. So that that would probably be like one of my highlights of being in Las Vegas. Sure, yeah, going to that restaurant, doing that. Okay, okay, okay. Um, and I just want to know, uh, for the audience and for myself, uh, why wasn't I invited to any of the? Actually, I probably was invited to all these Vegas trips. I just didn't go. There you go. Never mind. Uh, we'll move on. (laughs) Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I think it's time for a song break. What do you think, Joe? I don't care. (laughs) Okay. I'm not going to listen to this, so whoever's <laughs> whoever is going to listen to it, they should probably care. Why don't you let them vote? You want to do a Facebook poll we, and see if, well, if, if like we were live, I could, I could look at the chat. see if your mom says <laughs> she wants to hear a song right I now. I think mama, you know what, in the spirit of mama, shout out to you, mama. Um, she probably would listen. want to listen to a song real quick. So we're just going to we're just gonna play a song real quick, you know what I mean? Just, 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 for, a little, just for a little intermission type thing, you know what I mean? That's fun. How long does this go? Uh, I don't know. I guess we're almost done. This is like a this is like a fifteen minute thing. We're cutting this down, right? Have we started? Do you know how long we went? I have no fucking. How idea. long do you think? Too long. <laughs> God damn it, dude. All right. Well, <laughs> that being said, let's get to this song. 
Uh, it's Vegas themed because it's the Vegas special of the Bernie Sage podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host, uh, Sage Ryan Cash. Uh, to to my rare, I guess in front of me, is Joseph Anthony Davies, a.k.a. Quibbly. And uh, we got a tune for you. And these tunes are all Vegas themed. Um, and you wouldn't be a Vegas special. We played Elvis first. That was Viva Las Vegas by Elvis Presley. Shout out to Elvis Presley. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. The king. Uh, um, and uh, it wouldn't be a Vegas show without playing uh, some Frank Sinatra. So, ladies and gentlemen, we got Old Blue Eyes with Street of Dreams. Great tune, Old Blue Eyes with Street of Dreams, live in Las Vegas. I thought it'd be appropriate for the Vegas special. So do you get like paid for that? Uh, Is that like an ad break? No. There's no money involved here. You don't make any money? Nope. Oh. <laughs> you, have like a, you have like a resume you want me to look at? Or? Uh, <laughs> maybe. We'll talk after this. You know what I'm saying? What is this, by the way? The fucking thing I'm holding. Why is it so heavy? And what the fuck is it? It's a notepad weight thing. I don't understand. I guess you can put your pen right there. That's kind of nice, actually. Um, all righty, ladies and gentlemen, I am still here with Joseph Anthony Davies, and we are in Vegas still. We didn't <laughs> we didn't leave Vegas um, since the last time you heard us. <laughs> since that one song, <laughs> so we're still here um, drinking margaritas. Where are you at in this drink, by the way? This is empty. So yeah, just so everyone here knows too, Sage has been like seventeen drinks behind me every time <laughs> that we're here. Goodness gracious! Well, you know what? 
How you said earlier that I haven't embarrassed you. That's part of the reason why. Oh, fun. Part of the reason why. No, yeah, you're real fun to hang out with. Do you remember that one time that I fucking, uh, we were in Reno? Yes. And, and then uh, we went to that guy's house. Yes. And then I got in a fight with that guy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and cried a lot. I did not cry. Yeah, you did. Did I cry? You did. Holy shit. Yeah, you Oh, did. man, I was faded. Well, that guy was a fucking dick, for the record. Um, Ex-cop. Fucking asshole. He, like, threw my hat in the pool. Remember that? He didn't. He did. Well, that was your fault. How is that my fault? Well, let's not talk about it. Anyways, I, he's, he brought up the Lakers, I think that's what it was. And then I started talking about the Lakers, and then he, like, took it fucking up the butt. Yeah. It was just, uh, it was quite the time. Quite the time. Um, uh, <laughs> anyways... Uh, Joey, where do you live? What? Where do you live? Why? Uh, I get to ask the questions here, buddy. Uh, <laughs> what do you want to fucking come sell me something? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Try to sell me a subscription to your fucking Spotify? <laughs> no. You're not accepting me. Well, I, okay, I'll, I'll rephrase. I live in El Sobrante, California. Um, how do you like the Bay Area? It's okay. Yeah. Do you still, do you still take the BART or do you, you drive all the way? No, I drive. Ever since COVID, the first uh, first day of the shutdown, there was uh, a guy jacking off on the same train as me. Oh, well, it's uh, it wasn't a busy train because it was a shutdown, and of course, uh, us auto auto people were uh, essential, mm-hmm. so I had to still work, which was fine with me. I really don't want to take time off anyway because that's for pussies. But um, yeah, I was on the BART with uh, one guy, and he was jacking off, and I was like, "This is gross." So I got up and moved to a, the next train, and there was a guy taking a shit. Oh and then I God. said, uh, you know, Pick I think I might poison. start driving. Yeah. And then uh, I really haven't taken BART since then. That was <laughs> three years ago. <laughs> Shout out to the BART. <laughs> yeah. That was a fun time. Good experience. God damn. What's the craziest thing you've seen uh, in uh, living out there? Is that the craziest thing you've seen? Uh, craziest? I don't know. There's not too much crazy. Because I mean, there's, there's a, a lot, lot of people of shitting out there. Yeah, people like to poop. And you know what's crazy is... Uh, San Francisco is basically a bathroom. Well, and it's it's fascinating to me because they actually do a really good job of putting bathrooms everywhere. Um, they yeah. have those like little like tube things. They that do you have, yeah, toities. Yeah, and uh, I just don't understand why there's so much poo everywhere. Well, I think there's a lot of homeless people. I mean, you're homeless. The world is your bathroom. <sighs> Even if I was, I mean, I've been homeless, and I didn't use the streets as my uh, <laughs> shitter. That's for damn sure. Um, Would you hold it in? Sometimes. Sometimes I did for a long time. Um, actually... Fair note for anybody who's down on their luck and is homeless, get a gym membership. Because a lot of gym memberships are pretty fucking cheap. And you get to shower and you get to work out and all the stuff. So that's really nice. That's why Planet Fitness smells like that. <laughs> Dude, fuck. They just charged me today, goddammit. I haven't been there in fucking I don't know how long. Um, all right. So anything else you want to say about Vegas before we move on from the topic? Nope. Can you come up with something real quick? No, I'm just kidding. Las Vegas is in Nevada. For those <laughs> who don't know. <laughs> oh dear. Um fuck. Okay, let's see. What are your biggest dreams and aspirations? I don't have them. Is <laughs> well, the same shit that when in sixth grade. What are your dreams? I was like, I don't have any. All right, here's a question. What what's your dream trip? Where would you like to go you haven't gone? Where would I like to go that I haven't gone? See, stumped them, ladies and gentlemen. You fucking expect I that. I really don't fucking care about anywhere. 
uh maybe uh, I'd, I'd like to go to ireland maybe oh yeah that'd be nice uh do the ireland accent you get it no um yeah i mean i guess i've always kind of wanted to go to new york but then i kind of don't because it's also just like a bigger san francisco with more <laughs> bigger toilet toilet <laughs> area so i don't know i really don't care you never been to new york no hmm. okay okay this is fun interview <laughs> Okay. You're not like thinking about this as like a career. <laughs> I mean, no, not honestly, not, uh, not this. So, what do you do? Why don't you tell the people what you do? What do I do? Um, I live, my man. You know what I'm saying? Just you just like hope you just make friends with people who are rich and like win awards, and then you just kind of <laughs> piggyback on their shit. <laughs> that's that's not too far from the truth, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, no, I do this. I do uh, the one upper show. I fuck you know what I fucking did, dude. Yeah, you're producer of the podcast. I do. I do produce podcasts. How's um, the one upper going? It's going good. It's going good. Going good. I got to You think I can one up him? To, I think you could, if you tried. I'll fucking do it. Come to Idaho next week, dude. No, we're uh, filming out in Idaho next week. So if you're in the Quarter Lane area, check out the one upper show. Cool. So the one person that listens to this podcast is definitely not in Idaho, <laughs> and they're definitely not going to go to Idaho, uh, fucking Idaho. <laughs> so don't even say it, you know? You're wasting oh, dude, my air conditioning. You know what we can talk about? Fuck off and die. We are going to talk about uh, fucking all the shows we've been to, because um, that is one thing that you and me have fucking you done and since we're... You, well, fuck you, I mean, I was going to correct it like seven times, but I did say <laughs> one word wrong, so I, you know, it's fine. I'm trying to control it because I'm trying to. Eat. Sage told me to be nice on the on the sound break. Everybody, he's like, you know, you're being I really. Not. I did not say anything. He's like, you could be a little nicer publicly. I'm like, <laughs> no, no, dude, this is great. This is fucking good content for the peeps. Um, they're sick of me talking all the time, anyways. You know what I'm saying? So it's Use nice. that word again, they. <laughs> that's the proper term nowadays, dude. So I'm just being fucking politically correct. All no, right, that's fine. that's fine. What's your favorite concert you ever been to? Favorite. Top three. Well, gosh, I don't know. I mean, Tool. Which time? I don't know. <laughs> Honestly. That Bill Graham, when you caught the fucking, when it slipped yeah, out of my I guess hand, that would probably be a, that's a good one. You're right. I mean, that should qualify as one of the best. Yeah, we, I caught Danny Carey's drumstick. Well, you caught it out of my hand. Well, I caught it between two fingers. <laughs> People say I'm athletic. It doesn't really matter. I've got hands. I heard somebody say, man, that guy's got hands. And I was like, yeah, I know. He's like, does he play football? And I was like, no. And they're like, why not? Because you got hands. And I was like, well, I mean, did I catch a drumstick that was flying in midair with two fingers? Yes. Was it my pinky finger and my ring finger? Yes. But it's okay. <laughs> you know, I don't, uh, you know, whatever. I don't play sports, but I am no, athletic, that, as people say. That was amazing. Took you down. One, because, well, first of all... <laughs> I don't know if you recall, but before we entered that show, I said, I'm going to catch Danny Carey's stick tonight. And you're wrong. Literally, this motherfucker, we're, we're, we're right in front yeah. against the railing. And uh, Danny Carey, at the end of the show, of the Tool show, they, they get up and they do. For those of you who don't know, Danny Carey's the best drummer in the world, plays for Tool. Um, and Shout also, out, right? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Shout out, Danny Carey. All right. Uh, he's actually a good friend of mine now, which I'll get to. Um, don't think so. Uh, so I, I fucking came in with that attitude that I'm going to catch a stick, right? And at the end of the show, you know, they get up, they take their bows, 
And Danny Carey throws some sticks out, right? He looks to the to the right of us, looks uh, to the middle, and then looks at us. I swear to God, looks at me no. and fucking tosses a stick. Yep. And then I go to grab it. It bounces off my hand right into yours. All right. Now, I would still be salty about that had I not shook hands with the man out there in Big Sur, California. All right. With my fucking second week working, I got to meet Danny Carey. He was walking with his children. Um, so you disturbed a man on vacation with his kids? Dude, have I told you? I haven't got to tell you that Danny Carey story. <laughs> For those of you in Big Sur that fucking uh, <laughs> heard me tell the story over and over again. Um, um hey, hey, sir. Uh, my, <laughs> you, I know that you locked eyes with me well, and dude. you tried to throw me a stick, but my. <laughs> My really, like, just superior and more athletic best friend caught the stick. So, can I shake your hand? I know you're with your kids. Can I, can I, uh, is it okay if I touch you? Well, dude, okay, so here's what, here's what happened. So, I'm cleaning, uh, I worked at Big Sur Campground and Cabins, right? Okay. <laughs> I'm pausing because I know you know what's coming next. <laughs> Shout out to Big Sur there Campground you go. and Cabins. Right. Uh, Travise, fucking Max, fucking what's up, dude? Love you guys. Uh, oh, do you they guys. listen? Actually, I think Travis does listen. Shout out to you, Travis, my one fan. Hey, Travis. Um, <laughs> this is all for you, bud. <laughs> um, fucking, so I'm like cleaning the cabin. and She made. Yeah, I wasn't made for a minute. But hey, they gave me free housing. I live in the beautiful Big Sur, California, which is uh, was, was actually last year when I worked there. or Yeah, last year. It was the number one tourist destination that year for whatever reason. When you worked there or after you left? <laughs> when I worked there, I would, dude, it, go to fucking Big Sur Campground Cabins reviews. I'm in there plenty of time as being right? one of the best fucking workers they had. Ladies and gentlemen, as seen on Yelp. <laughs> um, well, you know, just my customer service was just outstanding. Sure. Anyways, um, but yeah, I was cleaning the cabin and I fucking come outside and I shit you not, I, I fucking come outside. And there's like a little walkway right here, right? And I'm bending down. I'm doing it for Joey. I'm, I'm showing him what I'm yeah, doing. Yeah, for some reason, he's actually moving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bending down like this, and I'm grabbing my vacuum out of my cart. And I look up, and I swear to God, I just look up, and I lock eyes with Danny Carey. And I'm like, just fucking starstruck. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because this, like, listen, I don't give a fuck. That could have been, you know, Jake Gyllenhaal. And I'd have been like, oh, that's cool. Jake Gyllenhaal's right there. That's cool. But I, I wouldn't really care that much. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it was Danny Carey, and these guys uh, are, you know, for those of you that don't know, I love fucking Tool. and um, Influential you know, people. Yeah, I mean, and these guys, you know, I always like to say when we go see Tool, I always like to say uh, that we're going to church. Like, these are the gods we pray to and whatnot, right? Like, Danny Carey's legitimately, I'm not just saying this because I'm a Tool fan, but he's probably one of the best drummers alive, if not the best drummer alive. Yeah, and I would agree. Okay, well, there you go. See, you heard it here fucking not just from me, dude. We both agree. Uh, but, yeah, so... I seen him, I got a little seen, starstruck, you know? and I fucking didn't know what to do. Because like you said, he's in Big Sur, California, which for those of you that don't know, is is on the the PCH Highway 1, uh, the, a really famous highway. It's it's beautiful, uh, but there's no Wi-Fi, and there's no uh, service of any kind, and so a lot of stars like to go there and kind of disappear. Danny Carey wasn't the only star. I actually got to see, um, I ran into Natalie Portman when I was Name there. Name dropping. <laughs> fucking flea lives out there anyways making uh, it up no i swear to god uh but anyway so i lock eyes with any character i'm like okay and then i i freaked out and i just went back in the cabin that i was cleaning because i'm like i don't want to bother him 
he's on vacation. I don't know what to do. There's no like appropriate way to like approach this. So I don't know what the fuck to do, right? So I Pretty go much back. You just don't do it, I think. Well, yeah. Well, that's what I, that's the original thought. Yeah. Okay. But I get back in the cabin and I'm like, dude, it's it's it. I mean, if it was like I said, anybody else famous, I would not have approached him. Mm-hmm. But it's Danny fucking Carey, dude. Yeah. So I was like, I gotta do something, and he just happened to be next to the trash cans while his kid was like distracted by a bush or some shit, you know. And I was like, dude, let me just find something to fucking throw away. And so I did. And I fucking ran over to the trash can, threw it away, and then I just turned to him and said, hey, man, can I shake your hand? And he was cool, and fucking we shook hands, and it was cool. No picture, though, huh? Well, that's the thing. I didn't want to do that. I didn't uh, want to do that. Oh, so it wasn't real. <laughs> no, Kobe Kushner, if you're listening, Travise, you guys can both vouch for me, fucking because I ran to you guys like a little schoolgirl and fucking told you about my experience, and then we saw him at the fucking playground uh, with his kids and whatnot. Um, but, yeah, that was a fucking... Uh, really cool fucking moment for me. So I would be, I would still be mad about not getting that drumstick had I not actually met the guy. So that, you know, fair play to you, my friend. So okay, so that's your, uh, you would say tool is number one. Yeah, sure, why not? Okay, I mean we've been to like we've seen thousands of well, I, yeah, thousands of bands. I mean some of the top ones for me. I mean Tom Waits was a huge one. Oh, you bastard. Um, Jerry Lee Lewis was a huge one. You can't me. say that now. He's canceled. Why? I don't know. I mean, he married his cousin like way a long time ago, and he's he still famous for a long time. <laughs> no, I know. I'm just going to see. Uh, and then let's see what. Who else? I mean, there's. I mean, Johnny Winter was a very big one for me. That's probably one of my tops. That was a hard one. That, I'll save that for the one upper show. Oh yeah, that's a good story. That's a good story. Yeah. Because you wrote that. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. I remember the story. I won't. I won't spoil it. Um, dude, you know what? You know what's in my top three is fucking System of a Down, the first time you and me Yeah, I mean, that was a big one, too. I mean, that was, like, the first real big concert, I think, that I've ever been to. Yeah, that was fucking... That, well, first of all, for uh, just just a quick little story here, that that was, like, um, in the in the mix. So when me and Joey became friends Joey in seventh I. grade... <laughs> God, look at that. So some of us paid attention in seventh grade. <laughs> jo- and some of us did not. <laughs> when Joey and I... Fucking were uh, friends back in the day. Uh, we were both metalheads, and we both grew our hair outs long. I, I, I don't know why I had that kind of grandma. We both uh, grew our hair long and wore Iron, Iron Maiden t-shirts <laughs> um, and, and shit like that every day. You know what I'm saying? Like, just straight metalhead stuff. Um, we had the pleasure, pleasure and privilege to go see System of a Down. Um, kind of like in their peak of their yeah, it was two thousand five. Yeah, it was like yeah, in, the, was... in the peak of their fucking, um, you know, career as a band. And holy shit, you know what's crazy? So, so let me let's just let's just tell them about this this day. They definitely want to hear about it. They do. Okay. And uh, so, so so we 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 also Travis, are you listening? We we loved we loved this car right called the Chrysler three hundred back in the day, right? Um, obviously probably don't love that car the same as we did back then but for whatever reason we we really like that car well nothing's better than a toyota <laughs> company man this guy um when you're <laughs> sitting in a room that toyota paid for <laughs> that's true no go that's ahead shout out to toyota okay although dude is it's a japanese company and not one fucking japanese person's here all, oh, that's all i'm right. saying i just been looking around for the japan um okay so uh his dad fucking not only did we get tickets to Sims Over Down, right? Mm-hmm. And we're like 16, long-haired, metalhead fucking freaks. And uh, his parents get us tickets. And 
his dad fucking gets he she not, they not only get his tickets they rent a Chrysler 300 to take us to the show right so it's me Joey and Big Joe and we go to the fucking show canceled <laughs> Big Joe's canceled go ahead uh, yeah. um <laughs> fucking we get there i remember like seeing their tour bus and like freaking out, we're like, "Oh fuck, dude! Their tour bus is down there because we got there a little early and stuff." So at the Oakland Arena, uh, where the Warriors once played, and um, you know, I remember one. It was just fucking fun to be there because it was like, you know, I don't know when you go see a band that you really love at the time that you really love them. You know what I mean? Like it's like, I, I guess this could be an analogy, like. We have tickets to Rage Against the Machine that we probably will never cash in because they keep canceling and fucking all this other shit, right? Yeah. And we don't necessarily listen to – I don't know about you, but I don't really listen to Rage that much in, anymore. Um, but it still would be cool to see them. But, like, when you see a band that you love when you love them, that's a whole different feeling. You know what I mean? And so we got to see System of Down when we really loved them, right? So we were super hyped. I remember the high energy. It was a good fucking time. Um, we get in there. Uh, we got pretty good seats right in the middle, um, see everything, right? And then this band, the Mars Volta, comes out. And we both didn't know who the fuck the Mars Volta was. Yeah. And for those of you that don't know, that like rock and roll and some experimental bands, go check out Mars Volta. I think they're actually making a resurgence nowadays. Um, but holy shit, I remember being blown the fuck away by Mars Volta. Like, this is the fucking shit. Um, and... After Mars Volta comes System of a Down. And you remember how they opened up? Yes. How did they open up? I don't remember. <laughs> I said that to make your stupid story go better. <laughs> you don't remember? There was Behind a Curtain. Okay. And uh, was it It was Lonely Day wasn't out yet, so it mm-hmm. must have been Soldier's Side. No, it was Lonely Day. Was it Lonely Day? Mm-hmm. Okay. This is right when they dropped. I think it was the tour for Hypnotize and Mes- Mesmerize. Yeah. Okay. So... They they so so, they fucking, you know, for anybody that's been to a a show or whatever, right? They usually bands they'll fucking drop the curtain and everybody gets hype and then they open the curtain and they start playing and it's a fucking thing, right? Well, System of Down had the curtains uh, closed and then Darren Malakian, which is the guitar player and and uh, I guess what would you call him, secondary singer? I mean, yeah, he does guitar and vocals. Guitar and vocals. But not the main seeker, um, Serge Tankian is. But fucking, he comes out and it's spotlight on him, and he sings "Lonely Day." Such a lonely day. Oh, good, he's singing again. Will be mine. The most loneliest day of my life. Anyways, um, and then they fucking go into it, dude, and they fucking played literally everything, dude. I mean, you remember that shit? They played like for like two hours. Yeah. And it was just like. Banger after banger after all the out, you know, went through their library. Bangers, you know, great dude. Remember the fucking fuck you pig thing that we were like, we don't know what to do here because we're kids and we we can't necessarily like scream out fuck you pig. Um, but we did anyways, yeah, I think we did, and it was great. Um, that's that's in the top three for me. I think another one memorable, another one that's in the top three for me that you are a part of. Oh, great, (laughs) was the Unholy Alliance tour, dude. Yeah, you remember that shit? Yeah, yeah. Holy fuck. That was fucking, um, you know, okay, here, this is going to bring a uh, side tangent on, right? And we I will tell you this 100% honestly. If I was listening to this, I would have shut this off so long. 
I would have switched this right back to my audiobook. No, go ahead. Go on your tangent, though. <laughs> okay. Well, well, we're going to wrap this up pretty soon, guys. But uh, but I just got one more thing to say because I don't get this guy often, right? I've been asking this guy to do my podcast for years. Uh, he's finally doing it. At First fucking... and last. <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, but, but hey, that but fucking uh, the Unholy Alliance tour, man. Um, I just remember, like, it was like, you know, for metalheads out there, it was three inches of blood. Mastodon, yeah, it was three inches of blood, Mastodon, uh, Lamb of God, and then Slayer. And I remember after, during Lamb of God, I was like, holy shit, this is the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. First of all, it was general admission in an arena, which I'd never had experienced, right? Like, you can go anywhere in that arena to sit down or whatever and enjoy the show, which was fucking awesome. I wish more uh, shows were like that. Um. But I remember after Lamb of God, I was like, how does it get any better? And then it was fucking Slayer, dude. And you remember, like, spending the night at my house or, and, and me spending the night at your house and just watching that Slayer uh, yes, fucking yeah. live talk just to get prepared? Those were the times, ladies and gentlemen. Those were the times. What was my tangent going to be about? I don't know. doesn't fucking matter. Nobody cares. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Um, but, Joey, you got a song that you want to play here. Oh, is this done? Are we done now? Nope, not yet. Oh. <laughs> you got a song that you want to play. Uh, and uh, what is it? Am I supposed to like pick that right now? You already picked it. Oh, the shit we were talking about earlier. Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> I, picked, uh, I picked Nightlife. There you yeah, go. By by uh, by Elvis Presley. Right on. Sticking with the goddamn Vegas theme, ladies and gentlemen, the Vegas special, the Burning Sage podcast. My name is Sage. His, he's Joey. And, uh, yeah, this is uh, Joey's song, Nightlife by who? What? <laughs> God damn it. Here's a goddamn song. You sons of bitches. Are a gleaming and the gamblers are a dreaming. Oh, it's nightlife, yeah, nightlife. The chips go spilling and it's time to make a killing. Oh, it's nightlife, yeah, nightlife. Oh, the pockets are a burning and the money flies. If the dice go a turning and you hit snake eyes, you can't be a quitter when you're caught up in the glitter of the nightlife, nightlife. There's long-legged women who will take you for a trimming Yes, it's nightlife, oh, nightlife Their lips taste like honey, but they're out to spend your money Yes, it's nightlife, oh, yeah Just roll that seven and you'll hear them shriek A seven-car-eleven, it's a lucky streak You can't beat the drama, the excitement, and the glamour of the nightlife I said the nightlife, Oh, oh.
ladies and gentlemen, that was uh, Elvis Presley with a song called Nightlife. Um, my guest, Joey, uh, brother from another mother, he uh, decided to up and leave me. He thought that this shit was boring as fuck and just wanted to leave. So I let him leave. Um, so it's just me and you now. And, you know, I'm just going to carry on and ramble about bullshit. You know what I'm saying? And fucking that's, that's just going to be that. And so... Is that a knock on my door? Hold on, guys. Let me see what's going on. Who is it? Hey! Room service? Hold on, guys. Oh, is it... Fucking Chet, dude? Hey, it's Chet McKinnon. <laughs> Coming at you, how you doing? What the fuck, man? Well, I got a noise complaint here from 21086, and I just wanted to come up here and check and see what's going on. What the fuck are you doing in Vegas, dude? Well, I work here. The Waldorf Astoria here in beautiful Las Vegas. Holy shit, come in sit down, man. I mean, uh, if you, you know, if you're not busy, are you busy right now? Well, I'm just checking up on a couple of noise complaints. Okay. Uh, um, somebody said that there was some ugly man singing <laughs> up here. It was a terrible, terrible sound. They said, I think somebody's doing karaoke from their bedroom. I said, not possible. We here at the Wild Open Story do not condone karaoke. We do not give out karaoke machines. Uh, but they were insistent that somebody was being fucking obnoxious. So I came up here, and I just knocked on a couple doors here, and then here you are with a couple of mics. I guess I was wrong. <laughs> so you you work here now? Yep. Okay. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Chet McKinnon works for Waldorf. Hey, um... Well, shit, for those of you that don't know, Chet McKinnon, returning guest from the Sages Mixtape. He, he took over my show when I was uh, on my business trip. Um, That's correct. I do a lot of my side work here for the Waldorf Astoria, the beautiful Waldorf Astoria located here in Paradise, Las Vegas. A lot of podcasts and things where they go out of town or their hosts or some kind of thing, they need a filler. They call on old boy Chet, and I'm right around the corner. So I, I, I have a janitor's closet right here. I've got a couple of bikes, and I just get on there and just get the ones and twos. Well, shit, Chad. It's good to see you, man. It's good to see you. Well, it's great to finally meet you in person. I know that I, you did contact me one time. This must be for the Sages Mixtape. I do recall uh, you paid me $7, uh, which is quite a bit more than people Let's not do. Disclose. Let's not disclose the uh, financial agreements. You can we... cut that out. Go ahead, Nick. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, no, I, uh, I I got a job here. I do a little side hustling, you know, as the Vegas folks do. Right on, right on. Well, fucking ladies and gentlemen, what a treat for you guys. We got Chet McKinnon here. Yeah, you're not wrong about that. <laughs> Chet, um, how, how's it been, man? How, what's, how's Vegas been for you? Pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, okay, I moved up here with my wife and child. Uh, then my wife decided to start sleeping with my sister. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. So she's a lesbian now. Oh. Give it up for the little, little, little lesbians. So she left me, took my kid with her, haven't seen him since, been living on my own. I do not sleep in the janitor's closet at the Waldorf Astoria. <laughs> That's where we are for sure, man. Well, listen, we're going to wrap it up, but I'm glad that we got a surprise guest in here. Um, it's been a long time. Well, we never officially met. No. Um, I, I no, but do, do, if I bought a real, this is a real podcast. You're filming right now live. Yeah. Hello, people of Earth. Yeah. As uh, people say, just don't forget to tip the bellman. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Great advice. Great advice from Chad McCannon here. Um, you know, I, I just I'm glad that you're here. 
You were uh, one of the favorite guest hosts that we had on the Sage Mixtape. Actually, the only guest host that we had on Sage Mixtape. Thank you very much. You can also catch me on episode 172 of the Joe Rogan Experience. <laughs> I, uh, I got there and I interviewed Adam Carolla. He's a comic, I think. I don't really know. I didn't know him before I walked in. Uh, he told me something about Loveline, and I said, what's that? He said, it's a hotline where people have sex on the phone on the radio. And I said, I'm all in for that. This is Chet McKinnon. <laughs> well, that sounds fucking fun. I'll have to listen to that, Chet. I think I missed that episode. Uh, but it's yeah. on Spotify now. All of his uh, things are on Spotify. <laughs> all right. You've heard me there. All right. Um, well, well, shit, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what to do here. Chet McKenna just threw me off uh threw me off my rails here. Um well fuck, I guess we ended, huh? Or uh you got anything left to say to the people? You this wanna... has been a podcast of some nature, of some way that's gonna go out to somebody. Shot here in the beautiful Waldorf Astoria. We are currently renovating our main lobby, so when you come in, it is a bit of a shock. You have to check in on the 23rd floor. But by spring of 2023, we expect to have our main lobby up and running. So please book your things. We've got the Formula 5, whatever the fuck, coming to Las Vegas here later this year in the fall. We're redoing the strip. It's going to be amazing. Uh, so anybody listening, I'm sure there's plenty of people. Please come on out and check us out here at the beautiful Waldorf story a hotel and casino it's not a casino at all it's really just a resort we don't do any gambling no smoking here just a kid-friendly place it's all the way open until midnight and then you can come in anytime uh you know we enjoy reservations we have plenty of you know walking distance to other hotels the aria park mgm is here so there's really no reason not to come and stay at the beautiful wonderful story here in las vegas all right all right all right all right all right Chad, well, we're gonna wrap it up um uh, <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Uh, this has been a Chet podcast. podcast. <laughs> Enjoy this last song, Sin City from ACDC. This is Sin City <laughs> <Goodbye>. from ACDC. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye.